So, we left off yesterday with the Mishnah on Yetetimud Bey. As we mentioned before, there's two issues that we're discussing. One is the issue of your your um, oven's not allowed to work for you. That's one issue. That's a Shvitat Kelim issue. Your mouse trap can trap mouse for you on Shabbat. The other issue is a... Um, is a um, an issue of we're afraid you're going to um, <clears throat> stoke the coals. So now in that discussion, Ein solin basar You can't uh, cook, roast a meat or an egg. Ella unless they're going to be finished when it's still day. Because it's going to be finished when it's still day, we're not concerned with the fact that you're going to, uh, you're going to put it on, you're not going to stoke it. You can't put bread in a, um, oven before night. <clears throat> you can't put a, um, fire cookie. This fire cookie's face has to be uh, crusty. We'll see what that means, what the face means. Mishal Shalin, you can lower the Pesach Batanur You may lower the Pesach into an oven. There are ovens where you lower, you would lower it from the top. And because we'll see Kornim are trusted, we're not worried about the fact that the Pesach that you're lowering in is not going to be fully finished before Shabbat. And you also let us start the fireplace in the area of the Beit HaMikdash called the Beit HaMoked, which is the heating area. Like a, uh, there was a place they would warm up. So you, even though, again, normally in a non-Beit HaMikdash area, you can't uh, make a fireplace unless it's fully ignited because we're afraid you're going to stoke around and play with the fireplace. The Beit HaMikdash, they were not concerned because Kornim is resume. So basically, Mishnah just told me uh, a group of concerns about stalking the coals and two exceptions when it comes to the Beit HaMikdash. Yeah, okay, fine. So now, Begvulin, if you're not in the Beit HaMikdash, if it catches on the majority, that means the majority, we'll see what that means, of the fireplace must be ignited in order to leave it that way. So it means you can't go into Friday night and start off a fireplace with not uh, having it totally ignited. Because again, we're afraid you're going to play with the fireplace. When you're down there, the pechamin, if you're dealing with coals, coal shoe, coals are different than wood. Coals ignite easier, and coals don't need uh, to be fully ignited. The kama, our beginning of the Mishnah says, my meat has to be cooked before Shabbat in order to leave it on the fire. What does cooked mean? Amar Abelazar, Amar Rav, The famous amount called Machal Ben Jusai. Machal Ben Jusai is one-third cooked. Ben Jusai was a uh, thief that used to eat on the run, and therefore he wouldn't wait for things to be totally cooked. And um, one-third was considered edible. 
So as long as the food is one-third edible and technically you can eat it, uh, that's enough. And we trust you, you're not going to stoke the coals. Because you're only stoking the coals because you're afraid you're not going to be able to eat it. But since it's technically already edible, we're not concerned. Another case, we're talking about Machab and Jusai. It means if a goy cooks something for you, so um, you're not allowed to eat it. That's bishulakum. What happens? The Jew made it one third edible, and the goy finished it off. Since it was edible at the one third, it's not considered that the the goy did it. Um, okay. And for Tanya. Normally, to leave on the stove, you have to either cover the fire with ash or move the old coals. You don't have to do so in this situation because um, it's once it's cooked, one-third, we're not concerned you're going to stoke the coals. So we said you can't put the pot. <clears throat> they were talking about the ash tanur where you take this pita of sorts and you put it against the side of the oven. So what's the face? Is the face the bottom that's touching the oven or is the face the the part that's not touching the oven that's facing the fire? You buy a little tachton. What is the tachton? Is it heach the gabe tanor? It's the one that's facing the oven. Or dilma tachton heach the gabe or is the one that's facing the fire? Tashmar b'liezo merkadei shikru paneha amud bakim betanor. It says clearly it st- sticks to the face which is touching the oven. You lower the korban pesach. Why would we let you lower the korban pesach even though on an erev Shabbat of pesach, even though it's not f- cooked fully cooked? The answer is the ones of the chabura, the ones that are in charge of cooking it, they'll be careful and they'll mind each other. But you mean to say, if not for the, because that was a Korban Pesach, you wouldn't be allowed to? Halavachi lo? more, we said previously, Gadya, a young Gadi, Ben Shrik, Ben Lo Shrik, Shapir Dam, we mentioned yesterday that young goats, the wind is going to have a negative effect on it. We're not afraid you're going to open the oven. So why, only by a Korban Pesach, do I allow you to leave the the uh, gadi seemingly you can always leave a gadi because we're not concerned you'll open the door because the wind ruins gadi meat. And Sigma no There's a difference between yesterday's gemara was gadi steaks, so gadi steaks are thin and sensitive, and the wind ruins it. Because the korban pesach is a complete whole animal, and a whole animal is not as delicate as single gadi steaks. So the whole animal you will open the door. If not for the fact it was a korban pesach, we wouldn't let you do it. Machizim et or mnani mili. How do I know that that um, in the Beit Hamikdash you're allowed to have the fire going? Amaravuna, Gemara is going to knock this out momentarily. Lo tevaru esh bechomosh fotechem. Don't have a fire ignited in your boundaries, in your dwelling places. We make a deal bechomosh fotechem yatam avir. You can't do it in your dwelling places, but you could do it in the Beit HaMikdash. So when I says, there's a pasuk that says, I'm allowed to light the fire, so what does that do with Friday afternoons? You're right. The reason why you could do the oven, the, the, the fireplace in Beit HaMikdash, not because of pasuk. 
the pasuk is coming for something else. The pasuk is telling me the, the pasuk is telling me I'm allowed to cook, I'm allowed to cook, cook certain korbanot or leftovers on Shabbat, and that's allowed, even though it's not letzorach avoda. The reason why I'm allowed, I'm not worried about the fireplace, is because koanim is rizimhe, and the koanim are uh, zariz. They're they're careful. So he said, in order to have a fireplace in your own living room and you want to light it on Friday, the fireplace has to be a majority lit before Shabbat. My Ruban, what does majority mean? It means a majority of each single stick. Shmuel says, We don't look at each stick separately. We look at the fireplace as a whole. As long as the fireplace as a whole doesn't need any more fuel, that's considered, it has already been ignited the majority. Once the flame is igniting on its own without extra help, that's considered a safe fire, and we're not afraid you're going to stoke the coals. Eitz yechidi, a singular stick. Ravama, rov of yo, a majority of the, of the thickness has to be ignited. Ramila, rov hekefo, and others say it means the majority of the circumference. So it's more if it has to go around the circumference rather than just the width. You have to have both. Ketanai, this machlok is machlok ketanaim. The fire has to be on most of the thickness, which is like the, it's no able, it can't be used anymore. Both sides, which is, which is the thickness. Both sides of something could be eaten, they can't be, it will be consumed, it can't be used. Again, so machlok at exactly what it means a majority when it comes to a, uh, a piece of wood. And we're not going to go off on side discussions about burning uh, wood. There's a pasuk in Yirmiyah that says, So the ach, we don't know what ach means in front of the fireplace. My ach, amrarav achvana, ach means a willow tree, aravot. Shmuel amar, etzim shenidlaku ba'achvana. It means they were lit in a fireplace. Who wants, needs achmanaz? Ishtakach arvatan, he saw he was selling, uh, aravot. So he wants to back up the pshat that achmana doesn't mean a fireplace, but it means a, uh, a willow. Amravuna, kanim, ein srichim rov. If you have many, uh, many reeds together, the majority doesn't have to be lit, because it'll spread on its, on itself. That's, Kanim, reeds by themselves, a bunch of reeds. Agdam, if you knotted them together, then srichim, the roll, because when they're knotted together, it's harder for the fire to spread. Similarly, garinim, pits, ain't srichim roll. The pits, if you leave them separate, they'll travel and you don't have to worry. But netanam, the chotalot, if you put them in bags, srichim, they need, they need barol because it's harder to light. So again, the, the rule of thumb is make sure not to leave a fire that's not going to go on its own. And these are just different variables that we're going to argue about. What kind of fires will go on their own, which will not. Matar of Chizda. Adaraba, Ipcha Kanim, they're not tied together. Nevadran, they just spread out and it's harder for the flame to catch. Agdam, when you tie them together, Lomavadran, it doesn't move and it's easier to light. Garinim, separate seeds, Mavadran, they'll separate. So we have a machlok at which type 
of, of wood is easier to stay lit. Separate or together? Uh, we skipped the words, it nanam yamav kahana kanim agdan srichim rov, lo agdan ain't srichim rov, garinim srichim rov, natam bachalov, ain't srichim rov. So again, we have someone backing up the last opinion that when things are closer together, they light more easily. Tani Rabbi Yosef, arba midorot ain't srichim rov. There are four types of fireplaces that don't have to be majority ignited. Shel zefet, if it's made out of pitch, Shall go free of sulfur, shall givina of, what's this givina? Shall givina, shall revive, which is wax. What is givina? I'm not sure. You have an art school there wants to help me out on givina? Avi? Avi? Huh? I can't hear you. Can't hear you, Avi. Can you hear me now? Yes. Sorry, I got distracted from the kids. What page are you on? 28. Oh, it's what? Look, I, I got Dave Browse, uh raising his hand over here. Sorry. Cheese. What? There's cheese. That's what I thought. What is, who, who makes, who makes fires with cheese? When you're making the cheese, no? I don't know. One second. Yeah, yeah. Commentary. Yocha, you got something? Uh, yeah, the reef. Commentary. Said, something about wax. Wax. Okay. The reef said that I would go see in Gvina. Go see Shava. I mean wax. Shava, wax. Okay. Uh, what do you got, uh, Soli? You're not, you're not letting That's me what I was going to say. Wax. That's wax. Okay. Fine. The word Gvina doesn't mean wax, but okay, must be this different text. Fine. Okay. Matita Tana. What? It says on the bottom that the reef had wax as kira. Right, but I'm saying, but what, what do we do with our text? It says wax. Our text is giving up. Yeah. No, so how do we deal with that one? Huh? It says in the next note, um, oh, never mind. Okay, fine. Let's get back to our story here. Um, Matnitatana af shalkashva shagavava, it's made of hay or some other type of, uh, of, of easily caught Materials. Babylonian wood doesn't need, is also easily ignitable. What's Babylonian wood? If we're referring to these commonly sold Babylonian wood of thin pieces of wood, even a, a wick that's in oil needs to be majority lit. It's harder to keep this woodlet. It's talking about a cedar branch. It's very dry and very thin, and it has a certain type of like um, woolly woolly uh, shell on it that's easily lit, and that doesn't need to have um, majority lit before Shabbat. Zaza. Some other type of uh, growth that grew in Bavel that was easily flammable. And we have just finished our first pedic, Zaka Baruch, and we're now on to our second pedic. Um, Mr. Braz, your hand raised there? No. Okay, we're going to continue in a second. Yeah. I don't want to. I can't, I can't. Um... We continue in our next, <clears throat> next pedic. 
This is a famous pedic. You should know it well. And hopefully at the end of the discussion, you'll know what it means when you, uh, when you, uh, say by memory. Okay. We're talking about Nerot Shabbat, because again, with this discussion is a Friday afternoon discussion until now. Different things about Friday afternoon. Um, and we have basically two discussions. We have the proper wicks. We don't want wicks that flicker, because you might play with them. We have the proper oil that also draws up the wick and you won't play with them. So, Lechesh is some type of... Um, Woolly substance that's between a cedar tr- bark and its tree. Lobachosen, which is uncombed flax. Lobachalach, a certain type of low-grade silk. Lobachalach, idan, a certain type of woolly material that's between the willow and the br- br- willow bark and tree. Lobachalach, midbar, a certain type of, uh, Grass they would use to make wicks out in the desert. Not a certain type of green. We'll see it's algae or something of the sorts. And now we're talking about the oils that you can't use. Not with tar, which is too thick. Wax doesn't go up the wick. We're not talking about wax candles. We're wax as, as your fuel. We'll see what that is. That's common. No one knows what that means. Shemen doesn't mean shemen that's burnt. It means trumah, that's tameh, we'll get to it later. Lobalya, the fat of the tail of a sheep. Lobachelav, a not regular animal fat. If the animal fat is cooked, you can use it. Okay, now we're going to go through what these things are exactly. The first one, lechesh, that's shocha da'arza, which is the, the shell of the, uh, of the, um, cedar tree. When I say shocha, the arza, it's ba'almahu. What do you mean? The bark? That's, 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 uh, wood. You can't, of course you can't use that. And when I say barmanita, the itbe, we're talking about the woolly-like substance between the bark and the tree. Next, the loba chosen. I'm Rabbi Yosef, what's chosen? Neoret shel pishtan, it's flax. So it says the chosen will be for neoret, and neoret means a flax, so it can't be the same. Abaya, chosen is kitna de dayak. It's the flax that was beaten, and uh, it was beaten below fits, it wasn't combed yet. So it was a different stage than than just the full-fledged flax. Lobachalach. Amar Shemuel, shaltinu l'chol nechuta yama. I asked all of the um, people, the sailors, what exactly is chalach? But Amri, they told me, kulcha shmei. Chalach is kulcha. It was some type of uh, woolly-like material that's found on uh, rocks in the ocean. That's one shot. Rabbi Yitzchak, Barzira Amar, gushkira. It's the low-grade, uh, the psolet, actually, we'll call it the byproduct of, of uh, the silkworm. So this this uh, like may, has like a little house that it lives inside of a little cocoon of sorts, and you could use that, and that's a low grain, and that that material that comes out of this uh, cocoon is uh, you can't use because it doesn't stick on well. Ravin Vabaye have a yatve kame de ravna nechemya. 
Ravina Rabbi was standing in front of Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, I'm sorry, Achud the Reish Glut, the Reish Glut, his brother. Chazdav Elavish Metaxi was wearing a certain type of uh, high-end uh, silk. Amalei Ravin Labaye, Ravin comments Tabaye about this coat that this rabbi was wearing. Haimu Kalach Tetnan, that's the Kalach that we have in our Mishnah that you can't use. Because Ravin thought, thought that Kalach was the actual silk. Because the this man that was a a uh, royal figure was not wearing low-grade silk. So he thought it was not the cocoon, but it was the silk itself. Can't be used. A Malay, so Abaye told Ravin, Anan Shira Pradna Karina Le. What he's wearing, we call it Shira Pradna. We don't call it Kalach. So he got it wrong. Metire, Hashirayim la Kalach vasirikin chayvim So how could you say that Kalach is what's called Shira Pradna if the Brighta separates Shirayim and, uh, and, and Kalach. So you see from here that how could you say that Kalach is the main silk if we see that we separate the word Kalach and silk in the Mishnah? So when I says, you're right. If I see that silk and Kalach are listed separately, obviously the Kalach is not the silk, but the Kalach is the, the uh, lower substance. Bayrema, Shira Lachud, Vishira Pradna Lachud. Maybe really what this royal fellow was wearing was called Shira Pradna, but there's something else that's called plain Shira, and that's the Kalach, which is really regular silk. So again, we're back to the argument. Is regular silk allowed to be used as a wick? And we're only forbidding the, 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 the cocoon or, or, or all silk can't be used. Vloba Pilata Idan. What is Pilata? which is the, the wool-like substance between the willow tree and its bark. They were going in the valley of Tamurita. They saw some willow trees. That's the Eden. He ate that's just the bark. He peeled off the bark. And he showed him Armanita de Benu Ben, he showed him the wool-like substance between the bark and the tree, and that's the tilata idam that you can't use. Lobit tilata midbar, shavra, some type of, of grass called the shavra. What is this green stuff on the water? Mahi, which I think is algae. It just cracks away. There's no way you can make a wick out of it. It's talking about the harder substance on the side of the, on the side of the boats. I forgot what you call that. The green stuff that's stuck to the side of the boats. The barnacles? I don't know. Maybe you call them barnacles. I don't know what they're called. Anyway, if anyone has that in English over there, Abu Galadi, you want to tell us what, what it means? It says, um, it says, is dark green, uh, substance in parentheses out there. That I got. What are they calling the stuff on the side of the boat? Yeah. No, the stuff on the side of the boat. Where is the same boat here? Um, oh, the next one. Yeah. Uh, dark substance, that is moss. Moss. Oh, okay, the darker one. Algae versus moss. Okay. Well, algae, we're not referring to because that's obvious to our moss. You can't use moss. Tana, later on, Osifu Allah, and they added Shalsema Vishalsea, 
you can't use wool or hair. But our Tanah did not mention it because Sema Michvatz Kavitz, wool is just going to just disintegrates and say, it just gets singed. Neither of these can possibly be a wick. From the point of Zephet and on, Zephet Zifta. Zephet is referring to what we call Zifta, which is uh, tar. And Shava Kiruta, which is wax. Tana Adkan Psil Petilot. Till the one of Zephet is, 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 uh, is Petilot. Mikam Elach is Shamanim, is the oils. Pshita. So this is Shava Etzrichle. We have to tell you a chidush. I can't use wax, not as my fuel and not as my wick. Kamashalan, that wax could be used as a wick, and that's our common candles with wax around it. That's our story. Our daf tomorrow is Bezrat Hashem at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock daf tomorrow. Um, and... Uh,